Today's Two Peas in a Podcast is brought to you by Ward Keller. Ward Keller is the Northern Territory's leading law firm, providing legal advice to businesses and individuals. With offices located in Darwin, Alice Springs, Palmerston and Casuarina, their lawyers also serve as clients in Catherine, Tennant Creek and Nullumboy. Their services include personal law, family law, personal injury law, workers' compensation, employment law, conveyancing and debt collection, among other things. G'day, Mr. Gowers. How are you, sir? G'day. Hashtag boundless stupidity. Hashtag boundless <laughs> stupidity. Boundless idiosity. Oh, hashtag kids crying in the background. Please ignore. Um, can I just can I start with my story? Please. Please. After waiting for six weeks mm. for my aircon condenser to come. Yep. I've had all the other parts. Yep. We've waited six extra weeks for this aircon condenser. Why? If, in fact, we put the car back together without an aircon. <laughs> a day later, uh, the aircon condenser arrived. Hashtag boundless stupidity. There hashtag boundless stupidity. <laughs> and then I'd finally drop off the car this morning. I get these text messages from the mechanics. Mm. Your condenser's bent. Oh. You said you know that. That's why we're replacing it. No, the new one. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, fuck this. Am I gonna, is my car ever going to come back on the road? It's meant to be wow. back two, three weeks ago. Anyway, that's just my frustration. What's, what's that down to? Why does that happen? Oh, fucking no. Like, the condenser had to be built from Germany, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and it's come overseas. Boats, trips, couriers, they've damaged it. Yeah, the old, um, it's light, so therefore it travels quicker if you throw it. Yeah. Across the plane. Definitely. Very light. Everything it travelled on. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Um, I get it. But it should have said, do not bend, do not break, do not drop, or something on the package. No, or maybe it was a little fragile sticker. Just a little one. That that normally encourages them to throw it further. <laughs> I've seen them at the airport with those ones. <laughs> fragile, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, so um, for those who have been following our podcast, yeah. we had Boundless, Limitless, what I even forget. what is our uh, what I, is our slogan? I can't. I can never remember it. But whenever someone tells it to me, I think, yeah. How the hell did you come up with that? It's grammatically incorrect and just sounds stupid. And then you look at the Dubai but one. The one in Dubai sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds cool. Beyond possible. Beyond possible. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and look, uh, it's a little close to my heart because I've obviously lived there on a couple of occasions. And Dubai, that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah? You reckon we can't build that? All right, we'll build it. <laughs> hence the Burj Al Arab, hence the Burj Khalifa, hence the world development. <laughs> you know, we you say we can't do it, we'll do it. It's beyond possible, so therefore we can do it. The Territory comes up, well, hang on. The Territory um, <laughs> borrows, <laughs> shall we say, turns the words around, makes it just like, huh? Grammatically ridiculous, and the next thing you know, we find out, Font's been ripped off, slogan's been ripped off, and their only response is, oh, well, there's often things that are similar in life. No, fail, that's a rip-off. Oh, my. And I'm really not happy about it. A lot of people are not happy because that's, what is it, one and a half million, three million dollars? I can't work out, but... It doesn't matter, it could be one dollar. Every dollar that left the Territory was a disgrace as a result of, A, what they came up with, B... The fact that it's not theirs and it's not original, no, it's a massive fail. And look, I know people in business are doing it tough at the moment and everybody's going, 
sticking their boots into the government. And look, the government's not responsible for all the problems in the world. But, you know, these it, it's become a bit of a mine's bigger than yours fest. Yeah. You know, like the tradie scheme. One government did one thing, the next government doubles it. Then there's the this scheme and then that scheme. And it's like the the... The successive governments, and it's no different on the, um, the the federal front either, successive mm. governments are all sort of trying to outplay each other. Just don't worry about outplaying each other. Just think about what's the outcome we want to achieve, what's the pain points that people are suffering from or businesses suffering from, and help to try and alleviate that. Yes, some businesses and some people have got themselves into their own messes. We get that. Don't worry about fixing the individual. Look at the overall landscape and try and help with that. That's your job, surely. Yeah, and uh, tie that together with the Darwin increasingly uh, locals frustrated with offering people money to come up. Yeah. People aren't happy about that now. No. That's sunken in. Well, I was thinking, that's awesome. I'm going to go and live down south for six months (laughs) and then get paid to come back. That's a great idea. Yeah, no... uh, when the um, when the current government, but not the current prime minister, yeah. came up with this whole fixing the north scheme, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that, and we're going to give tax incentives for people to move up there, I'm like, hang on, hang on, hello, we've put in the hard yards, numb nuts. How about rewarding those that are already here? Oh, man. Who have been trying their utmost. Look, I don't want to be all negative. On the positive side, they're trying. They're trying. Yes, I agree with that. And on another positive side, and and I really um, I thought about your words afterwards okay. uh, on the weekend. So on Saturday, mm-hmm. as we do each Saturday, I love talking. We had oh, some uh, open for inspections that we attended for some houses that we're currently selling in our other life, and um, it, it was. Uh, it was really great to get a couple from New Zealand who've just moved to Darwin. It was just so delightful to listen to the positivity from them about how great the Territory is and how many opportunities there are here and how wonderful it is. That was off the back of our interview with our American um, lawyers that we interviewed last week. Brad and Bill. And I just thought, you know what? You're absolutely right. We've had three really positive conversations in completely separate spheres last week. That's and I right. thought, no, you're right. And and you pointed out to me how great it was that there was positivity because I'll tell you what, a lot of the conversations that, that you and I are having in real estate, That's right. in digital marketing, That's right. in, in a lot of different things that, that we poke our heads into and we're involved with, it's there's a lot of doom and gloom. It is now a lot of it can be attitude, absolutely, but a lot of it also comes off off the reality. Business is not doing as well as That's it right. was. That's right. So therefore, it it naturally the momentum swings that way. It's been you know you sit down with wonderful people that have saved up all their lives. The market's gone backwards now. It's been quiet for the last five years, and it's just so depressing sometimes to sit down with these poor people that have saved and lost a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, we've experienced that for going on to 12 months now. And yeah. then to, the last week to sit down with three positive people yeah, to yeah. hear that, Yeah, how good is it? Yeah, look, I, I, I must admit, like I said, I did 
I did reflect on that afterwards. One, because you really highlighted it when, when you were talking to them and you said, oh, wow, you guys are great. And this is the third positive conversation I've had this week. Mm. And, I, and I said to you and, you know, for those who listened, A, thank you. And B, hopefully you saw or heard some real positivity in the podcast that we did last time with, with Bill and Brad from the US because, you know, for Bill to say, I'm actually considering moving to the Territory as a result of being here a few times and just huge. All, all the amazing opportunities here, that's, that's, that's huge. massive. Now, this, this gentleman's pretty high up in life. Uh, yeah. He has the highest clearance in, um, in Washington, D.C. Yep. And for him to say, I want to move my family to Darwin. Yep. Instead of where we're sitting down with people, they're going, I need an exit strategy. Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's uh, certainly welcoming, that's for sure. It was brilliant, yeah. And so, so deep down, we do bat for Darwin really hard. Absolutely. We, we do, but I think it's important that we do point out when... Obviously, Mason doesn't bat for Darwin no, really hard. Mason's no. just like at and, it. And Mason doesn't bat for podcasts in general. <laughs> he's very <laughs> <really> anti-podcast. <laughs> if you can't hear Mason... He's if you can't hear him, he's actually room. screaming right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, um, it, it can be difficult, particularly in that market where yeah. we are having lots of conversations with people who are steeruggling. Yeah. It can be difficult sometimes just with your own focus to see the positivity. So we've got some news for you people. Oh, oh. Gowers and I are going to just try pass on a little bit of this wonderful positive wisdom we got mm. from these wonderful people, whereas our New Zealand couple or yep. our American friends, I'll say what I've got to say and you can add to it. Yep. They've basically sat down and said, our two American friends have said, look, Obama did come here however long ago, how long ago was it? Roughly. I reckon it was about six years ago because my twins were babies. They were being pushed in their stroller as the motorcade went Ah, past along Tiger Brennan Drive. There you go. So, um, so yeah, it was six or so years ago. So six years ago, Obama came to Australia, particularly Darwin. And where was it? He would have got to Canberra? Um. I couldn't say. I think there was two visits. I think there was right. one down somewhere and one particularly Darwin. Yeah. And when Obama picks Darwin, he's picking it for a reason. Yep. And that's what the boys sort of said. At yeah. The, but as when they started to say $2 billion worth of contracts, Obama initially set up the groundwork, Trump tries to, you know, repel anything that Obama does except mm. this one. Yeah, they, they, because I asked the question, um, yes. you know, what did Obama achieve? Because in, in, you know, in my very, very top level, I've got no depth to this statement whatsoever, but it just appears to me, or it appeared to me, that he didn't really do much. And then they said, well, the, the Republicans' only aim at that time was to basically not let him get anything through. That's true. But, and, and since anything that he did manage to get through, Trump has unwound. But this is one thing that he hasn't touched. So he obviously approves of it because he's looked at everything that Obama did. So the fact that that Obama set it up, there's $2 billion to be spent, and Trump hasn't unwound it is is massively positive if you're involved in any sort of defense contracting whatsoever. It's huge for the territory. We're talking $2 billion, and as the lad said, we are great allies. Yeah, and what came out the back of um, Pitch Black 
was the fact that they are upgrading the Tyndall Air Force Base, which is where a number of the U.S. Um, uh, aircraft yeah. are housed or fly in and out of. I don't really know the technicalities of it. Not overly, um, you know, defence savvy myself, um, uh, unless you're talking footy terms. Oh, yeah. Um, different type of defence. Um, but so they're going to upgrade that, and I think they're going to upgrade um, some stuff at Darwin Airport as well. On, okay. On when I say the defence side, I'm not sure if there's a side as such, but you know, the defence force runs that airport. So, um, and of course, housing. We know there's been a lot going on in Winelli there yeah. um, at the Air Force Base. We know there's a lot going on at Robbo Barracks. Uh, and we know that we're getting this rotation of 2,000 uh, US troops a year. I want to mm. say Marines, but I'm not sure if they're all Marines. Sure. Or. So, look, there's stuff going on here. Yeah. And they're not winding it back, they're, they're maintaining or increasing it. So, that's got to be positive. If, if you're involved in, in business in Darwin that is not. Uh, geared at all towards defence, and you could change direction. Hey, I'm no Einstein, but m- maybe it's worth a shot. Hey, they've got some money to spend, and Bill and Brad will help you to qualify for it. So the opportunities are there. You've heard it here first from two peas in a pod podcast. So if you're getting defence contracts, please let us know about it. And if you're local, let's have a chat about it. Yeah, we don't often get accused of being thought-provoking, but uh, maybe today, I don't know, it just kind of made sense. There's there's opportunities there, and look, not every business is going to be able to just suddenly go, oh, yeah, no worries, mate, I'll start gearing towards defence, but there'll be some that are in that 50-50 zone who don't go for it for a reason. Um, one, maybe because they don't think they qualify, or they can't be bothered, or, you know, they think it's... it's uh, Overly competitive. Yep. yep. Um, but listen, the, these guys uh, on the competition front, they couldn't have been more clear. There is no competition. In fact, businesses are not going for this work because they don't qualify and they don't know how to qualify. Yeah. But that's that's what Bill and Brad and, and the team at Ward Keller will um, assist them to do. Also, our friends from... New Zealand that are moving up here. She's working for the Chamber of Commerce as yeah, well, and yeah. she she was quite positive about you know what the infrastructure going on in here for the future. Yeah, and and I also found that really interesting because the Chamber of Commerce, um, while their intentions are always very good, um, because they're member based organisations, they often get accused of being. Um, uh, perhaps not achieving the outcomes that that they would be set up for. Right. So it was it was great to hear someone, you know, at least going into the job with positivity and and saying, well, you know, the the plans they've got and the things that they say they want to do and the reason why they've employed me is is suggesting that it's all headed in the right direction. So interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I've been to a few chamber events. They do a lot of those sort of get together. Um, uh, like twilight barbecues, and and I know that those who are religious about going to them um, tend to get a, a fairly good benefit out of them. Now, somebody like you would say, "Mate, that's what Facebook's for," and I get that. Um, but you know, the, regardless of how we preach, mm. there will always be an old school element. Oh, I get it. I get so, it. So you know, people will always advertise on the radio or in the newspaper or in these mediums where you and I will go save your money, this yeah, is how you bother. do it. 
you, you know, you, you can't change everybody overnight. Um, how do you eat a camel? One piece at a time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, same same approaches, uh, same approach in in that respect. All right, and then we've got networking groups. I want to just swing on to that. So you've got Chamber of Commerce, which is like a networking group. Absolutely. Because I remember going at Sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember Miss Madden. Miss July. No, that's, no, a, Mag- that's a different Magdalene. Mag- Magdalene Coleman. Okay. She used to be involved with that. Same as Brett. Brett Hagen. Yep. He used to be my vice president at BNI, Business Network International Networking. Yep. BNI is no longer around that networking group. No. Then you've got Chamber of Commerce, yep, which I think Brett Hagen is president of, or okay. vice president. Yeah, right. Vice president. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of networking groups around. From there's that Palmerston Regional Re- Business, yeah. which, PRBA. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Yep. So if you're out in Palmerston, you can attend that. Well, I went to one of them. Yep. Oh, look, the networking groups are great if used the right way. If used the right way. Um, if having the right attitude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, I guess that's everything, isn't it? Well, talk about that. The, you were in the very first networking group. Yeah, so the, I think it ended up being the B&I group that you were in. I was in <laughs> the freaky. first incarnation of it. and um, Was Glenn Grantham there? No, no but no, I no. think that... I think that Rain and Horn were there was there was one that was based in the city and the one that I was in was the I'm using big air quotes when I say this was the Palmerston version but we used to meet at Pinelands yeah yeah at, gotcha um, gotcha uh, at yeah airport resort no because oh. that's at the airport uh, this is um, oh no but no yeah, yeah, I meant I know the place I'm sorry I can't think of the name Free Spirit Free Spirit that's, that's what it. I mean yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, we used to meet there at God knows what hour on a Wednesday morning or something. Yeah. And um, again, that, that probably was set up with, with the right intentions. Um, but, you know, like all those things, they, they do run their race. Right. And that's right. why I say, um, while you and I would say, you know, use social media or, um, you know, use sort of digital platforms in order to progress whatever it is you're trying to do. <laughs> I'm not saying don't network. You you no, know, you've got to network. you still got to talk to people. Far you still got to be involved with humans. I'm waiting for the business where you don't, but thus, <laughs> thus far it doesn't exist. Um, you still got to interact with other humans, but don't forsake uh, the digital sphere because, like they used to say back in the old days, oh, that internet's just a fad. It won't survive. <laughs> <laughs> Social media is here to stay yes. for richer or poorer. Like it or hate it, it is. Yeah. Um, but you've got to do all, all of those things in order to, I guess, continue to stay on the, the business landscape. Yeah. Actually, I met with Nicole Wheeler earlier today. Yep. And do you know what she said to me? Tell me. She is looking mighty young. Right. Yeah, she's been going to the gym for oh, the last she's year. She's not doing one of those, um, taking those tonics and the, the natural... No, 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 no. She's just working hard for She's it. been a bit for the last – because real estate has – by the way, Nicole Wheeler is a good friend of ours and she's um, owned – she owns Lion Property. She's owned it for three years. Um, but the last 12 months, because she's been an independent working by herself for 18 years. Yeah. She's it's got her mood down in real estate. 
So right. she got involved with the gym. She's got a team around her. So now she's yeah. got her gym and she goes, Pete, I needed to just move away. Otherwise I get yeah. depressed. Yeah, yeah. And she's... Which was the exact conversation I had with you when we had coffee at the boat shed and decided this whole Kafka's Gowers thing was a good idea, was that for probably five or six years, I had largely worked on my own for myself. And that's great, but you don't... The input of your wife is fantastic. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's largely going to be supportive, you know, because it comes from the same space. That's right. You kind of need that independent in any business, even if you own the business, you need that. Why are you doing that? But why? You know, you need that sort of probing, I don't understand why. Now, And you might have a great reason and the person asking you might go, oh, that makes total sense. But they might also go, that's a rubbish decision. You shouldn't be doing that. Or why don't you try it this way? And because you've only done it one way and there's no one else to do that. So I, I absolutely see the benefit in that. Mate, she's almost 50. She looks gorgeous. She's also still into, um, what do you call those people? Self-development? Yeah. I yeah. uh, just went down south recently for a guy that's really huge on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what she says to me today at that coffee date? A, a motivational guy on social media? No, what Nicole says to me. Oh, no. I'm just trying to get through my head because that that. That could have been misunderstood as she met a guy on social media oh, and sorry. went and met him down south. But sorry. you mean she went to see like a motivational guy. Yeah, one yeah. Guy, I think the Australian of, version of Gary of, Vee, that guy that you oh, were showing me. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 right. Okay. She went down there to see him. Yep. She's come back. You know what she says to me today? Tell me. She says, I'm what? moving. <laughs> she goes, what's a, <laughs> she says, what's, what's, what's a story? What's a Facebook story? Because this guy was saying... That you, if you're not in every platform and you're in business... You don't exist. Yeah, you're starting to just fall behind. And you now need to be on all platforms. Your relevancy is starting to wane. Yeah. Wow, that was today. Well, Nicole Wheeler, avid listener of Two Peas in a Pod, I hope. If not, for anybody else who's listening out there, I take a lot of my lead in social media from Peter Kafkas. You know that, so I'm not speaking out of school when I say that because, you know, our again, our, our reason, if you like, for our strength is that I often come from a traditional digital marketing sense or what we call a traditional search sense and, and your head is often around the now, which is... White space, Which I is social media, which is Facebook, it's Instagram, it's Snapchat, it's, it's YouTube. It's those, it's those platforms that we all know about... But we often go, oh, well, I'm on Facebook, so I don't need to be on the others. Mm. Or I'm on Instagram, so I get Instagram and Facebook because they double up, <laughs> so I don't need to be on the others. But you soon learn that and, – and look, you know, I was having this conversation with you prior to starting this podcast where I set up this website a month or two ago and it's just not ranking fast enough for me. So as a result, I've now set up a Facebook page – I'm just about to set up a YouTube channel and I'll set up a Google My Business page for it because the accumulative effect will get you found in one way or another. And it, it's there's a search side and there's a social side. So if you're not doing everything, you're not in the game. Spot on, P. There's but, some gold in that, what you just said. But it was about a month ago when I said to you about stories, what's the relevance? Like, 
I'm getting like I'm getting all these messages, and I, I kind of get it. It's like if it's there, use it. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> you don't need much more of a you don't need much more of a um, an example of that. If Facebook puts it there, use it. Yeah, figure out what it is and use it. Yeah. Well, and then she goes to me, "All right, so am I going to start an Instagram account today?" And then, yes, absolutely. And she's not young, you know. No. She's not a millennial. No, no. But um, so I was talking to uh, my mother yesterday. She rang me for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you! Oh, by happy the way. Father's Day to you, young and, Pete. And and to any other fathers listening, I hope you had a good day and yes. got woken up like I did, and yes. you know, got all the the. I'll tell you one thing I do like just before I get back to that story. I do enjoy how the schools are all part of it now. So you know beforehand because my five-year-old who couldn't keep a secret if he tried about six weeks ago, I said, how was school today? He goes, good. I said, what would you do? He goes, mm, I started making your Father's Day present. <laughs> I said, really? This far out? He goes, yep. I said, oh, what is it? It's a secret, I can't tell you. <laughs> and then on Friday, or Thursday I think it was, because they came home with the, the, the gifts on Friday. Friday, correct. After school. Yes. He goes, oh, I've, I've got your Father's Day presents coming home tomorrow, Dad. I said, oh, really? He said, yep. I said, uh, well, don't tell me what they are because it's a surprise. He said, no, I'm not going to tell you, but guess. I said, what? He goes, have a guess. I won't tell you, but... And he starts giving me all these hints. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, you, I don't you, want the hints, He mate. wants you to know. <laughs> I said, well, if you start giving me hints, I'm going to know. He said, no, I won't tell you. I said, it doesn't work like that. Because <laughs> his hints are, well, what colour is it? I was like, well, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Yeah, so that's right. I, I was saying that I was uh, talking to my mother for Father's Day. And my uncle is 81. Okay. And my wife's family friend has just turned 80. Okay. Right? So I'm now talking about people, my parents' sort of era, who are in their 80s, which when I was a kid, my grandparents all died in their 80s. Yeah. So that was old, you know? Yeah. And and my mother is um, currently in the process of selling a house and moving to a, a sort of a sort of smaller, more appropriate place for somebody in their, in their mid-70s. But yeah. when I say that, like, you know, she doesn't not do anything because she goes, I'm too old. Like my grandparents would have said in their 70s. And for Nicole's sake, 50, I, I don't think it's even the new 40. I think yeah. it's like 35. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm mid-40s. Yes. And I don't feel much different to how I did when I was sort of mid to late 20s, except, you know, some bits hurt a bit more now sure. than they did back then. Yeah. And, but I, I'm not, as you are not, Mind you, you're not 40 yet, so. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really do think that, so if she's 50, I'm going to say she's probably 35 in relative terms. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing you. And that's not, and she's going to the gym, so she could be even younger. Um, Correct. That's not too young to be onto all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, really, I mean, I, I know people in their in their 70s who are very savvy on social media. My word. You know. So just on that, do you know the biggest growth Yes. In Facebook users yes. has been above 50. Yeah, I do. And I also know it's not dissimilar in, in the digital marketing side of things That's as well. right. And also at the same time, the parents that are super hip on uh, Facebook, your kids are also leaving the platform because they know you're on there. 
Correct. And, and the thing is, I, I like to break uh, stories or I like to break news on, on two peas in a pod, so I'll do it again now. <laughs> Not really. But um, for those who are listening, going, oh, God, now I have to be on Instagram as well. Um, the benefit of Instagram is that it's owned by Facebook. So if you are on Instagram, there's one little setting you need to switch on and whatever you do will automatically go to your Facebook anyway, your Facebook account. So you don't have to post twice as much or you don't have to do the same post oh, but yeah, just do it make together. one slightly more witty than the other because they're both going to appear identical <laughs> on each platform. And for all our millennials out there, remember to block your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and any friends of theirs and any uncles and aunts and people like me who will be looking at your page. Because i got, like, my nieces and nephews and that, they're all sort of... In fact, they're sort of at an age now where it's kind of cool to have your uncle as a friend, you know? Like oh, okay, they're yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. They're sort of that mid-20s. Yeah, gotcha. Whereas the, the, teen, the late teens and the early 20s, they don't want to know you, yeah, well, yeah. but the the mid twenties, they don't mind. Um, but yeah, you you need to be blocking people of your parents' era when you're at a certain age, <laughs> 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 or find another platform. <laughs> and initially, that's why Snapchat took off because you could do these stories, send these photos to your friends, but they disappear, and that was people yeah, short, yeah. short attention span. Well, also our attention spans have gotten shorter over the years. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I've said this before. How many of you, our listeners, be honest with yourselves now, actually get really annoyed when your phone rings? Well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it, it, but just think about what I just said. It's an impost. That's right. So it, don't, yeah, you're yeah, you're intruding people's lives when you're calling someone. Yeah. It's a personal Time. It's so weird. Isn't it's it? weird, isn't yeah. it? This, well, I mean, I put up this post a week or two ago on Facebook, and there's a video. Have a look, look it up if you have never seen it. It's called um, something like, really, was the rotary phone that long ago? So I grew up with the phone that you put your finger into the number you want, you turn it to the end, let it go, and it goes back, right? I did that. Went back to the start, the rotary phone. Mm. And they put, a, they connected a rotary phone in a house, and they gave like these six teenagers. I, I think I saw. They this. said, "Okay, make a phone call." They literally had no idea. So they, <laughs> they figured out that it turned, but no one figured out that you have to lift the handset to actually make it engage. Oh. And then, and then they're like, "Oh, how does this work?" And yeah. just trying to work the rotary part between them was fascinating. And then this girl goes, no, no, I got it. You guys are all stupid. Look, here's how you do it. And she dialed the number and she couldn't work out why it wasn't doing anything, but the handset was still, was still on the, the bit that popped up. So the, the phone wasn't active yet? No, it wasn't even engaged. She was dialing no one. <laughs> do you remember when we used to log into the internet, we used to get all those... And that was like, if you got that, it yep. was like, awesome, now I'm connected. The first... Um, the first time I was connected to the internet was at, uh, within my original entertainment company in Melbourne. Mm. And I had a, a four-room office, and my office was the front room. The second – this should give you an idea to, to sort of place where we are at. The second office was referred to as the computer room. Then there was the third room, which is sort of open plan, like, Lounge area. Because they used to have computer rooms. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the computer was only in one room. It was the computer room. <laughs> and that was where we had the internet. 
<laughs> and so I had, I can't remember the company that we used to use, but um, we used to use a piece of software called Winsock, and you that was your dialing in mechanism. And so for the first week or two when we were connected to the internet, and originally we got it for email, um, I'd, I logged in and it would do that noise and then I would sit there and it wouldn't do anything. Oh. So after a week, I was like, bugger this. So I rang the internet company. I said, listen, I've got this, I've got this <laughs> internet I've signed up to. This is rubbish. It doesn't even work. And they're saying, well, what doesn't work? I said, well, I got it for emails. People are saying, me, saying to me they're sending me emails and I'm not getting them. And they're saying, uh, oh, yes, sir, um, you've got six emails waiting for you right now. I said, mate, I've logged on four times in the last week and I've never got a single email. And they're like, well, how long are you waiting for? I said, what do you mean waiting? So the emails were starting to download, but I kept logging off before they actually did. Oh, that's how, those. <laughs> that's how long it was. It was on like 28 kbps or whatever it was at the time, like slow as it could be. Yeah, 56 was the fastest. K. Yeah, yeah, exactly, at that time. And I was like, oh, okay. So I said, you just have to wait. Yeah. So then what I'd do is I'd log on. I'd go away or go out and get lunch and come back an hour later, and sure enough, the emails would be waiting for me. That's how slow it was. Wow. The emails would be waiting so for So I do remember those days. <laughs> and in fact, um, even younger than that, so I was like a teenager, these, this family that I knew who were really rich, um, like the kids had their own wing to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had a, an original modem where you'd get the, the rotary phone handset and you'd stick it on this thing, which was the modem, and the earpiece would go into one end and the microphone would go into the other like end. Like an attachment. Like it, yeah, literally attached to this thing. It was like two <laughs> round holes at either end. And it transformed to build a modem. And, yeah, and then they'd, they'd go, okay, we're online now. What do you want to do? And I'd be like, what are we doing? <laughs> and they were like, I'll use the word hacking very, very loosely. But they were like hacking into things. But I couldn't see or tell anything. Oh, this is amazing. Because they're using DOS based yeah, on. Oh, this is amazing. Thing. We're into Medicare. I'd be like, great. What can you do? Oh, I don't know. We'll go and look for things. And yeah. So they, they were. No, like, that's highly <laughs> jailable. Well, like, I don't know if it was Medicare. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they yeah. were getting into companies and yeah, doing of stuff. Well, they would have had no firewalls back then. Yeah, probably, <laughs> who knows what the hell they were doing? Like, probably leaving a message saying, hello, we've been here. <laughs> But, yeah, they were hacking into stuff. Oh, shit. These people, of course, went on to run fairly uh, expensive and successful IT companies. Oh, well, there you go. But, yeah, <laughs> that that's sense. how it works, isn't it? The biggest hackers ended up being the richest people. There you go. In that space. So use technology to your advantage, people. And I think we've worked out from today's two peas in a pod that the world is changing at such a rapid pace Yeah. that you're almost irrelevant next week. Yeah, well, in the digital marketing space, it, it is relevant, and in the social media space, it is relevant. It changes every day. And on that bombshell, we are two peas in a pod. I'm Peter Kafkas. I'm Peter Gowers. We are boundless idiots called Two Peas in a Pod. We'll catch you next time.